What's going on, guys? Welcome back. Hope you guys are having a very good week. Um, happy Friday. And so this weekend, there's a lot of sports to talk about, but what I wanted to focus uh, this episode on is the big fight between, or the rematch, I should say, between Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury. And for me personally, this fight holds a little special place in my heart because, as you guys have known, I am not. I have not always been the biggest fan of combat sports um, outside of, I guess, if football counts as a combat sport. I'm, that's a contact sport. Yeah. So I guess I really haven't been the biggest fan of combat sports in general. Um, but this fight really sp sparked my interest, right? And and um, it was just, it's just absolutely incredible. And I remember hearing about this fight, right? They were promoting this fight like crazy. But in my opinion at the time, I was like, you know what? What's the big deal? Right? I mean, they they, they promote every fight like crazy right that, that's the job it's pay-per-view so they need to you know have some sort of backstory or whatever so i wasn't really too I, I wasn't really too into it at the time until i took the time to actually listen to the story of tyson fury um and it's just the ultimate underdog story it's the ultimate inspirational story um and it's just it's crazy i mean the the mental and physical obstacles that tyson fury had to overcome um, to get to where he is and to get back to where he was is just an unreal. So if you aren't familiar, Tyson Fury, up-and-coming boxer, um, he dethrones uh, Vladimir Klitschko, uh, totally pieces him apart, and he just, it wasn't like he got lucky and just landed like some big haymaker. It was a, he was a very technically sound fighter. Tyson Fury grew up fighting. Um, there, there's some fighters who are just better athletes or just raw power, which is what Deontay Wilder essentially is, but... No, Tyson Fury is very he's very technically sound. He's very good head movement, very good footwork. He's, you know, he really understands the sport and he understands um how to attack, how to defend and it's just it's it's very unique. If you watch Tyson Fury fight, it's 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 almost like those instructional videos on like how to punch and dodge and bob and weave and all that stuff. It's very interesting, but yeah, so uh, Klitschko was huge uh heavy favorite and um yeah, so he uh, Tyson Fury upset Klitschko um, on top of the world, and he just seemed to fall off the face of the earth, you know, and um, it was crazy. You know, you had this this big, vibrant personality in Tyson Fury um, seemingly go missing, right, in the world of sports. Um, he goes missing, um, and it turns out that he, he had some substance abuse issues um, with drinking, with drugs. Um, he also put on about 170 pounds, right? He went, he went up to like 400 and something pounds, he like ballooned up. Um, and he had a lot of uh, mental health issues. You know, Ty Tyson Fury said he had a lot of uh, suicidal thoughts and he said that he was struggling with it. And I think what really makes people cheer for Tyson Fury or become a fan of Tyson Fury is that his story is so relatable to so many people. Right, so Tyson Fury down in the dumps, uh, you know, four hundred plus pounds, you know, alcohol problem, drug problem, and he just he he lost it, right, for no reason. It was crazy. Someone that was on top of the world for whatever reason just lost the motivation to fight, right? I mean, literally and figuratively, but it was it was just something that the world wasn't expecting. Um, especially from someone that was just so motivated, like Tyson Fury, right? It was just, it really took a lot of people by surprise. And then Tyson Fury, in an interview, he said that, you know, he went to a, a Halloween party and he was having fun. And, and, and then eventually he just kind of looked around himself and he said, this just isn't the way 
I want to live. They said, I, I can't live like this anymore. This is, you know, I have, I have so much more potential. I can't do this. And so he eventually starts training, right? And he starts, um, he contacts his trainer. He starts training. He's like, you know, what? I want to start competing again, which is crazy because he's nearly 200 pounds overweight, right? 200 pounds overweight. And he's trying to win another belt again. Right? So he starts training. He starts losing weight. He gets, he gets help for his, his, his mental health. Uh, problems. He gets, you know, help for his substance abuse problems, and he starts fixing himself. And um, it was crazy. And it, it, the interesting thing too that one of the things that motivated him was that he said that he said that he didn't want. And again, I'm paraphrasing. I don't have the exact quote here, but he said he didn't want his his kids to have to deal with. Um, he uses. I'm trying to figure out a way to say this. He used his kids as a motivation, and he said that he didn't. He said that if he would have you know, committed suicide, if he would have, um, you know, went down that path. He said he just imagined people like going up to his kids and saying, you know what, look, like your dad was a weak man and he, he couldn't pull through even for you guys. And he said that just like enraged him. He said he was shaking. He said he was so upset just by that thought that that's what, that's what drove him. And I think we could all kind of learn something from this. And I think that if, you know, if, if you're in that, that space where you're not doing well, particularly, you know, doing particularly well, um, I think it's important just to find what motivates you, you know, and find something, whether it be a family member or, um, you know, a person or a goal, whatever it is, just find what it, find what that is, you know, and just really, really, really use that to fuel yourself. And he just, he knew, he knew what his potential was and he just set his goals and, and, he, and he started training he got back in shape. Um, he had a, he had a couple warm up. I don't know if it was one or two warm up fights. Um, and he, and he takes on Deontay Wilder. Now Deontay Wilder is an absolute physical specimen. Like this dude, uh, is, he's just the perfect physique. And he's one of those guys, you know, he, he's a very good athlete, has a ton of power in his punches. Um, not the most technically sound fighter, but he is, he's deadly. Right? With, with that kind of knockout power, I mean, you don't, you don't even want him touching you, right? He's so deadly. And you know, Tyson Fury, you know, he called him out. Uh, Wilder accepted, and they had, and they had a brawl, right? So that that takes us to where you know my interest is um, first began into into the UFC, and I remember hearing this story about you know Tyson Fury, and it was just it was it was like a movie, you know, it was so moving, it was so inspirational, hearing you know <laughs> the hearing that you know for, I, mean, I guess from Tyson Fury's point of view, if you think about it, he's like, look, I overcame substance abuse. I'm, you know, overcame my mental health problems and I overcame obesity, right? And he's like, then who's, who's Deontay Wilder? Who is he to tell me that I can't accomplish these things? And I think with that narrative, um, you know, he was just able to, to motivate a lot of people. And what I also really enjoy about Tyson Fury um, is that once he got back to where he was, he's used his platform to talk about, you know, very serious issues like mental health and obesity and, and all the other things that he was battling. And he kind of brought that to light, you know, and it's, it's kind of crazy because you think that celebrities or you think that, um, you know, professional athletes, boxers, fighters, or whatever, you just think that they're immune to those things, but they're not, you know, they're, they're normal people, they're normal human beings. So it was, it, it was just kind of crazy to see that, I guess, you know, just someone that was so high and mighty get brought down and, you know, he, he said that you know, his biggest message is that, you know, just understand that it can happen to anyone. You know, he, he says he was someone as big and strong and, 
you know, heavyweight boxing champion like himself, like it, it brought him down. So yeah, I really like it the way that he um, used his platform to, you know, add, you know, increase the awareness of, of these issues. Because it's as a society, the way, you know, the way things are now, they are serious issues. And I think they're things that we need to address. But anyways, so Tyson Fury calls out Deontay Wilder. Um, they get in and they have a fight. And I thought that I personally, I thought Fury won that fight. Um, I thought, I thought Fury won like most of the rounds, uh, but Wilder had two knockdowns and one of them, the most memorable knockdown comes in the 12th round. Um, like a couple minutes left and, you know, Fury's obviously dominating and he starts, he starts to gas out a little bit and he just, he gets hit with the right hand and as in, which drops him, right. But as he's falling right before his body even hits the ground, he gets hit with a left and I don't know if I've ever seen someone get hit as hard as Tyson Fury got hit and get up. I mean, even Deontay Wilder said, he said, I've never hit someone so hard and have them get up. And the craziest part was, was that when he fell back, it wasn't like sometimes how like a UFC fighter falls, you know, he's kind of like, he falls on his butt, you know, he kind of, but kind of sitting upwards. No, I mean, Tyson Fury was out on his back, like head against the canvas, just looking up. And, and he, it, the craziest part was he just got up like like he was getting up for work or something. It was just the craziest thing. Once the, the count got to like four or five, he just – he got up and he finished the round. And um, they declared the fight a draw. Um, but it was just the craziest thing. I mean this Tyson Fury's willpower is just absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. So obviously you know who I'm cheering for. Um, if you <laughs> Obviously who I'm predicting to win this fight um, for the rematch. Um, and this isn't to take anything away from Deontay Wilder. Like I said, Deontay Wilder is he's undefeated. Uh, he's a very, very talented fighter, and it's it, it this. I think this is going to be a very good boxing match. I'm I particularly I'm not a particularly big fan of boxing, but I think that this fight um, can really. Yeah, I, I think this fight's worth watching. And I don't say that about a lot of boxing matches, but I think this fight. If you're going to pay for a boxing match, I think this is the fight you pay for it just to me makes the most sense um now for my prediction um i'm gonna go with tyson fury uh via decision um, it didn't seem like in their last fight that his punches were really doing as much damage as, as wilders were doing to him um and he seems more to me again I'm, I'm, a, I'm a new fan of the sport i haven't seen all of his fights but to me it just seems like tyson fury is more of a defensive fighter um, I mean, not to say that he doesn't have any pop at all in his punches or anything like that, but to me, it just seems like he's more of a defensive fighter. He's going to win by points. Um, he's going to make Wilder miss. And yeah, so I'm I'm, pick, I'm picking Tyson Fury. Um, I really would love to see him win. I think it would just be the icing um, on top of the cake for his story. Um, I'm not. I don't have too many favorite boxers, but Tyson Fury is definitely one of them. So I'm looking forward to this boxing match. Um, yeah, and I, I think that uh, I think this is going to be a good one. So I'm super, super excited. But anyways, thank you guys so, so much for listening. My name is Teddy Ragsack. This has been TED Talk Sports.